guys, welcome to another episode of my podcast. I'm so happy to be recording another episode. I'm happy I'm alive. I've been doing a lot of driving, so I could have been dead, you know? And then the last episode would have had to be my last. Do you think my, yeah, my last episode would have gotten so many views if I had died? But I'm alive. Sorry, haters. There's another episode from me, and I'm wearing my tightest jeans for it. Um, my, everything's just, I'm in pain, honestly, but I feel like it makes me work harder when I can't feel my legs. And you know what? It's kind of nice because when you cross your legs, it bunches in the middle and gives you an odd sensation. Um, but yeah, I don't know if these pants got smaller or if my legs got significantly larger. And unfortunately, I think it's the ladder. And I never understood what people meant when they said the ladder of the two. I'm like, just say the last thing I said. Or yeah. just don't give me two options. Just say it's the the all, here's two options, but the last one is what I actually mean. I, I hate when people say either. the latter. It bothers me so much. Because no one ever explained it to you. They just assume that you would know. And I'm like, what ladder? Is this a Home Depot ladder? Is this a stepping stool? Why do we have to say the latter? Or when people say the former or preceding. Stop using big words. Keep it simple. And when when people say, like, oh, it's a quarter past four, that should mean 25. A quarter is 25 cents. If you're going to... I hate it. I hate it. And in, 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 in London, they say, like, half past four... And I'm like, what? Now I have to think about half past four. So is that 4.30 or is it 3.30? No, that would be, I don't know. I'm, I'm not the brightest. I'm smart, I think. I'm smart enough, but there's some things that it's like, why do we need to make things more complicated? Keep it, there's enough going on in the world. We got this pan, 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 panini, pandemonium. Pan Pacific, um, panoramic, we got that going on. That's a lot to think about. We have a housing crisis. We have a homeless crisis. We have, there's a lot of things going on. I don't want to think about words. Keep it simple. That's my biggest piece of advice this week. Um, once again, what was I going to say? Once again, I'm in the process of moving. I don't know if I talked about it last time, but I'm going to my mom's house. I'm going to stay with my mom while I look for a place. Because I was going to move into a place, but it was only because I didn't want to have to go to my mom's. And whatever. I'm going to stay with my mom. I'm going to maybe save money. And then go into a place that I like. But it's so hard. Everything in LA is such a ripoff. But whatever. Me and my mom are going to get some quality time. Last time I stayed with her, she yelled at me and she said, I don't know why you're being such a bitch to me. But it's hard when you, you know, whatever. I think it'll be good for character development, maybe. Um, but yeah, I'm going to check out places today. I got, I got molded. I got my mouth molded for a grill. Not like a full grill, just three teeth. Getting gold caps. I don't know if I'm ever going to wear them, to be honest. I thought maybe it would look good and it would be fun to wear every once in a while, but I'm starting to have some, uh, some, some internal dilemma happening. I don't know if that's who I am. I don't know if I'm a grill kind of girl. I'm definitely like a meat grill kind of girl. I love a barbecue. I love some burgers. I love cooking up meats, but I don't know if I'm a tooth grill kind of girl. But we'll see. We'll find out in like two weeks, give or take. It might be really cool, but it might be like Allie's going through something. Which, you know, if you listen to this, you know it's always, I'm always going through something. Aren't we all? Isn't that what life is about? Go going through things? Also, I listen to Matthew McConaughey's audiobook. That's a man. He, oh, he's such a glass half full kind of guy. He's not even a half glass full kind of guy. He's like a glass overflowing kind of guy. Like the world could be falling apart around him and he's like, laugh is good. All right, all right, all right. His audiobook is so good. 
I swear by it. But it's like, it's good in like a funny way. Because he's like so Matthew McConaughey. In the audiobook, he's the one reading it. So you're just, you feel like you're on a car ride with him in a Lincoln. He's so, he's great. You know who else had a really good audiobook? Or not, I read the book. Um, Brian Cranston's autobiography. His book was so good. There's this thing about these old people. They just have so much wisdom, you know? And they, like, they were, like, doing shit before phone. So they would just, like, go out on the road and, like, discover themselves. I want to do that. One time I drove for six hours without a phone. When my phone broke, I drove to see my sister. My sister had a... She had her old phone that she was going to give to me. And my phone completely died on me. And so I drove six hours to Arizona to pick up my phone. And I didn't have a phone. And I just had to, like, write down the address. And, like, the like the like where to go. Where to take the freeway. Where to get off. And I had to, like, call her from gas stations. Like, I called her, I think, in, like, Blythe or Quartzsite or something. And I was like, I'm halfway there. And then I went to... There was like a motel across the street from her house. So I went to the motel when I arrived and called her from the motel. And I just had her phone number written on my hand because I don't have her number memorized. That's the crazy thing. I got my first phone. It was like a hand-me-down phone when I was in fifth grade. And it was like this big, giant, like people made fun of me. But also like, haha, make fun of me all you want, but I was the only one with a phone in fifth grade, so they called it, like, a, they, they were, like, oh, is that, uh, is that a house phone? Is that a, um, garage opener? It was giant, because it had, like, a built-in, it had a built-in battery, and I looked like a drug dealer, just had this long antenna that you had to pull up. And there was nothing to do on it. I think it might have had snake on it. But I would call my dad because he would forget to pick me up from school and stuff. I'd be at school until like 6 p.m. just waiting for him. So then I got a phone and I could be like, hey, dad, um, time time to get me. I've been grazing in the field. It was so messed up because where I went to school, there was, like, a bakery right across the street. So, I'd be at PE running, like, a 15-minute mile just smelling baked goods. It was torture. I ran so slow. I hated PE. I don't know why they make you run a mile. It's so stupid. And the PE teacher would watch. And here's the hard thing about being a PE teacher is most of the time you're probably a creep. But even if you're not... PE teachers are just associated with being creepy because they make you, they watch you run a mile and all the girls would be like, he's watching so he can see our tits bouncing. And I never thought my PE teacher was a creep, but then I think one time he was kind of creepy. He would all, yeah, I don't know. He did something that I was like, yeah, this is off-putting. But yeah, I ran so slow. I was in the very back. And then like, I don't know, they give you gym clothes that you're responsible for and it's like, I've, I don't need, like, how am I supposed to remember to wash my gym clothes? I always smelled so musty out there. Just like wearing these gym clothes that are like starchy. They're just like stiff. Cause I, I'm sweating in them, never washing them. And then you have to do that like presidential thing where you like have to do a certain amount of push ups and pull ups and running. What a scam. Such a scam. Yeah. And then in high school, you got to, like, choose what you wanted to do. Like, you could do PE or you could do, like, dance or swim or whatever. And I did dance. And dance was really fun. Like, we had a good dance team. And I had a blast. I was so fit. I was real, yeah. I was real nice and fit back then. Not really. I still was out of shape, but... It was good. And then I did swim because I wanted to be like an overachiever. So I did swim and I was so, I was good at it. But there was one time where I was doing a swim competition, a little swim meet. And my family came out to see me. And for some reason I was doing a, a, a swim, I don't know what it's called, a relay that was like way harder than I was expecting it to be. And I was good at like the short relay swims. Like like one lap or like there and back. I don't know the swim terminology, but like you do like one lap there, one lap, lap back, like freestyle. I hated breaststroke. That's my least favorite. I love, uh, 
I love backstroke. I'm good at a backstroke. Um, and then there's the one, what's it called? Like dolphin or something? Butterfly. I was good at those, but for some reason, this competition, I was doing like a, a hundred freestyle or maybe it was like 400 freestyle. It's where you do like, essentially like you go there one way and you go back four times. So you're doing like eight laps. And as soon as I jumped in the water, I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it. And my dad was there. My sisters were there. I was in my tiny little one piece. I looked good. I looked real good. Not going to lie. I took some sexy swim photos in that one piece. And as soon as I jumped in the water, I pretended like my goggles got messed up or something. And then I just doggy paddled back. I didn't even make it a lap there. The pool was so big. I was not prepared for that. And then my whole family afterwards was just like, well, you got in the water. They drove all the way to see me. I just wasn't meant for sports. I wasn't put on this earth to impress people with my athletic ability. I want to get into running, though. No, not really. I wish I could. And everyone says, everyone who runs, they always say this. They're like, I never thought I could run, and then I just did it, and now running is my therapy. No, you can't, you can't run away trauma. I mean, I'm sure it helps, totally. Getting out of the house, being present, whatever. But there's, there's, there's actual therapy. Which, speaking of, I want to, um, I want to mention that this episode of my podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. That's Better H-E-L-P. And BetterHelp is real therapy, that you can do online. So if you want to run, that's great. Work out, work out those little, you know, get your brain ready for, you know, one-on-one therapy. BetterHelp is great because they offer a lot of different options. You can do couples therapy on BetterHelp. You can do therapy just for yourself. If you have a child that needs therapy or could use it, I think everyone could use therapy. Maybe not everyone needs it, but I think it's like a definitely a helpful resource to have. It's someone you can talk to. It's unbiased. Um, and with better help, you can do it all online. And if you don't like the person that you're seeing, you know, they all, they, all of the therapists through better help are all like, you know, legitimate therapists. It's not just random people that they found on, you know, Craigslist. It's licensed therapist certified. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, which can be hard, it's hard to find a match, you can um, get a new one. They have so many um, therapists available. You can switch it up, get a new therapist. Um, but they're doing a really great deal right now. If you go to betterhelp.com slash resting, R-E-S-T-I-N-G. If you go to betterhelp.com slash resting, they're giving 10% off your first month. So give it a try. See how it goes. It's not something you have to commit to. Um, It's also not a crisis line. Um, It's, you know, it's a way to just talk it out. Um, Because here's the thing. I'm not a runner. People say running is their therapy. I'm never going to run. You know what I will do? Chat with someone about it. I'll talk shit behind people's backs to a therapist. So try better help. Um, I think it's really cool. I think it's so cool that you can do it for couples therapy. I didn't realize that the first time I talked about them, that you could do couples therapy on there. But I think couples therapy is great. Would you ever do couples therapy? Yeah. What would you talk I about? What would you sort your... of already did. <gasps> what? What did yeah. you go to couples therapy for? Uh, my girlfriend is in therapy. Mm. And so we just, she asked me if like I wanted to like come on and talk just about like random shit. Yeah. Did you find it helpful or was it weird? It was really helpful, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Was there a reason she brought it up? Like, were you guys, like, kind of going through something or was it just, like, random? There was just, like, a lot of stuff with her past. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so she just kind of wanted to get it out in the open. Yeah. But, like, with someone else there, she like, to help her, like, guide her through it, kind of. Totally. And, like, help her talk to me about it. Yeah. So, yeah, it helped a lot. Was that your first time in therapy? Yes. Whoa. Would you do it for yourself? Yes. Do you think you're going to now? Probably eventually. Yeah. But you should get a different therapist. Than her? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. See, better help. Mm -hmm. 
That's a great way to do I think it's it's always scary doing something like I think that's what people were like people who started stand up during the pandemic like they I'm, I imagine there were Zoom open mics, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I mean the first time I did an open mic, I was shaking so bad. And I imagine if I did my first open mic on Zoom or online, you know, I would have been so much more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so with therapy, it's like, you know, if if you've never done it before, to do it the first time online, that feels, I, I don't know, I feel like I'd feel a lot more comfortable. Because it's then, like, like then having room. to like get dressed, like wear a sexy little outfit for your therapist. Like, oh, I want to wear an outfit that makes me look like I'm not going psycho right now <laughs> or whatever, you know. But now you can just like be in your pajamas and they're like, I'm in my pajamas too. I don't know. So, yeah, check it out. Just go on the website. Look at what they have to offer. You don't have to do it, but check it out. Betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash resting and check it out. And they have a cute little graphic, like if you use uh, the slash resting, when you go on their website, it's like, hey, listeners of Allie's podcast, it's so cute. So I don't know, check it out, 10% off your first month. Um, I'm pro- Honestly, if I'm staying with my mom for a while, I'm going to need to sign up for sure. For sure. Um, But yeah, I don't know, I've been staying with my... I've been staying at my boyfriend's house a lot. And big, exciting new development. He gave me a drawer. That's huge. I have a drawer at his house. Um. I have a drawer. I have some pants. I have my tight pants in there. These pants that are cutting off my circulation right now. Got these out of the drawer. I got, you know, my undies, my socks, some some clothes. I even I even bought makeup for his place. I know. It's pretty serious. Serious. It's nice though, especially because I'm gonna be at my mom's. Like, it's nice to have more stuff at his place, so I don't have to go back and forth too much. Makes it a lot easier, way easier. I don't know what else has been going on. Britney Spears is going to court for her conservatorship. I'm very curious what she has to say about that. Very curious hopefully she gets to kind of do her own thing if she's mentally fit for that it seems like she is i mean she seems a little bit kooky but i mean so many people are kooky and their crazy dad doesn't control their money it's so nuts that that could happen to you you know having everything just taken away from you and having someone else control it I mean, I'm not financially responsible in any way, but I still, I want to make my own bad decisions with my money. I don't want anyone else telling me what to do with that. Well, I guess unless they're like a professional. I would love to have a professional. Some guy offered offered to um, help me get into like Dogecoin and stuff and like uh, all that. That seems like too much of a gamble. A gamble that I have no, uh, a gamble that I have no like visual... Like, I went to Morongo the other day. I went to Morongo Casino. I love Morongo. Oh, I love it so much. Everyone's just... Like, I love the old people there. There were old people... Because everyone has to wear masks. And there's, like, old people just... You know, they're just stuck in their spot. They have their lucky little slot machine. They're wearing gloves. There was this old lady just wearing gloves, pressing all the buttons, trying to be safe. But Morongo's lit. I love playing blackjack, but I always lose. And the thing that's messed up is I lose because I listen to what people say, like their advice. Everyone wants to play it safe. That's where you go wrong. I swear those people are counting cards. The ga- the card dealers, there's got to be. There's no way because it, there's like, okay. So when I first put down, I put down like 40 bucks, you know, and I'm making safe bets. And of course, every time I make like a safe like stay or hit or whatever. They 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 always win. The card dealer always wins. But then I was like I lost all my money and I was like okay, I'm going to come back. I'm going to put all of it. I put like 60 on there. And of course, as soon as I put all of my coins on the table, 
I get 21. I get blackjack. And so then I'm like, okay. So then I put like half of that on the table and I lose it all. I don't know. It's It can't just be coincidence. It's always like once you like put more money on, they make you feel good. They're like, we're going to reward you for putting all your money on there. And then once you start playing with all the money you win, they're like, we're, we're going to take it back. It's not yours anymore. You could have put that money in Dogecoin. I could have put that money in Dogecoin. I mean, I only had made like... I, like, put, I put like two or three hundred in. I don't on Doge? Th- yeah, like when it was like seven... Here's the annoying thing. I had I had $200 in it when it was like five cents, right? And right before I moved into my new place, it was at like six. It went up a little tiny bit. Yeah. Where I was like, nothing's ever going to happen with this. I'm just going to pull out. A week or two later, that's when it blew up Damn. to like 20 cents and I would have profited a lot of money. To those of you listening, don't pull out. <laughs> don't pull out. Keep it in. Bust in it. And but reap the rewards. It went up to like maybe twelve cents or something like that, and then I saw it, saw it that it was like going to start like boosting up. So I put another hundred back in, and then I made my girlfriend put a hundred bucks in, and now I'm at like seven hundred bucks. Ooh, when are you going to pull out? Never. I don't know. I'm going to just probably leave it in there. Never. I think it eventually out. it'll get to like a couple of bucks, and when that happens, I should have a couple grand. Yeah, so. but don't you think everyone's going to pull out as soon as it hits a dollar? No. I think some people think it's going to be the next Bitcoin and it's going to shoot up to like 50 grand or something like mm. that. I don't think it'll ever do that. I also don't know anything about stocks or cryptocurrency, so I'm just talking out of my ass. Yeah. But, but uh, I don't know. From everything I've read, people say that it's probably never going to be that type of cryptocurrency where it hits like multi-thousand dollars. But But do you have to pay taxes on crypto? Yep. Yeah. You have to pay taxes on stocks. I, just I hate that you have to pay taxes on everything yeah it's pretty stupid oh it is so annoying it's so annoying Even if you go to morongo and you win a shitload of money say you win a million dollars you have to pay taxes on that what if i win like what if i win like a hundred bucks at morongo mm, you can just it's just like a certain amount yeah i just don't talk about it i think it's like past 10 grand they have to pay you out a certain way yeah and check oh okay and then if you get a check and then you don't report that i think okay i think you get in trouble yeah, I did a show. I went to Morongo because I did a show in Desert Hot Springs, which is kind of, I mean, I love it, but it's definitely like more of the butthole of the desert. It's not the glitz and glam of Palm Springs. Um, it was fun. I liked it, but it was just such like a random area. It was at this place called, uh, it's, it's called a Miracle miracle springs resort and spa but it was like i don't know there was so i get there and it's a little it's a little dingy you know it's maybe at one point it was a miracle but it it has fallen from grace you know all the carpet it's just like it, it feels very old and like a little bit dusty but they have like eight different pools and jacuzzis all in like the courtyard and I was doing a show there, and I got there early, went in the pool, went in the hot tub, and it was super windy that day. It was like 20 mile per hour wind, maybe a little bit less than that, but it was windy. So, like, the pool just has all of this, like, debris in the water, and there were just, like, so many people in the pool, and it felt like spring break in Havasu. It had like a very keystone light type of feel to it. And I mean, it felt great. It was like the type of pool you go in and you're like, I'm going to try and enjoy this, but I'm not going to look at the water for too long. And I need to take a shower right after. And I went in and there were these like two little girls who were talking. And one of the little girls is like, I need to tell you a secret to the other girl. And little kids don't know, how, like, how to tell secrets. So I'm, like, listening. I'm, like, what's the secret she's about to tell? And she was, like, I saw a dead rat in the pool. And so then she walked the little girl to the area. I guess she, like, grabbed the dead rat out of the pool and was, like, walking around with it and threw it behind the bushes. And I'm, like, she's got to be making this up. It was probably something else, like a toy or something. And so I walked back to the bushes where she allegedly hid it. And there was a dead rat, a large dead rat in the pool that she had thrown out. 
And then my friend who runs the show, it's a great show. I loved it. I had a blast. But he's like, we have a room for you here. And I made the mistake or a smart decision by reading the reviews. And one person said there were bed bugs. I was like, I think I'm going to drive home. <laughs> one time when I was in London, I thought I had bed bugs, but I think it was just a rash. I still don't know. But it was scary. I don't want to deal with that. They follow you. They're everywhere. Bed bugs suck. And then I just like laid all my, I took everything out because I saw that like light, like the sun kills bed bugs or it makes them less. I don't know. I was trying to do anything. So I just like laid out all my clothes trying, I don't know. But I don't think it was bed bugs because bed bugs last for a while and they leave certain bite marks. I think I just had some weird rash. Who knows? Not me. But the Marriott Hotel in Shoreditch, they know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I did that show in the desert. And I met the craziest guy. He was traveling through. He came up to me after the show. And it was so much fun. It was a great show. Mm -hmm. I had a blast. Everyone was like, so many people there were like over 60. There was a couple young people. One guy after the show was like, is that like your normal set? And I'm like, okay, first off, don't attack me. But I was like, yeah, kind of. Like, I was just having fun. Because it was kind of a loose show, you know? So I was like, yeah, I mean, I was just having fun. It, I wouldn't call it a normal set, but there were a lot of jokes in there that are normal to me. But I was having a, a blast. And then he goes, yeah, was that like a normal set? And I go, kind of. I was just having fun. And then he was like, yeah, some of your jokes were like cringy. And I'm like, dude, you have a pompadour. <laughs> it was like the type of dude who like loves Nightmare Before Christmas. Yikes. Yeah, I was like, he was like, he was like, but funny, cringy. Like, I, I like that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, this feels hurtful. This feels mean spirited. Like, you don't need to come up to me after the show and tell me it was cringy. Everyone else loved it. There was a guy named Larry there. That's my father's name. I had jokes about his name. He loved it. But yeah, it's so random. I think some people just like, they don't know what to say after a show. And I'm like, you can just say thank you. And I'll say, thank you for coming out, for being here. Was the Larry old or young? It was an old Larry. If there's a young Larry out there, like, that's, that's suspicious. That's suspicious. That your parents uh, were 100 when they gave birth to you. Mm -hmm. If you're a young Larry, that's got to be awful. Like, what do you do if your name is Larry? You have to go by another name. But yeah, this guy, it was a cool show. Oh, so then another guy was there and he was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to Texas. I'm driving from Monterey to Texas to work. I'm like, oh, what do you do? And he's like, I'm in the military. And I'm like, oh, cool. And he was like, yeah. And he does intelligence. And he just happened to like, he found the Miracle Springs Resort or whatever, while he was driving through Palm Springs because he wanted to stop at the hotel restaurant or whatever. And he heard about the show and he was at the restaurant, so he came. Like, totally a coincidence that he went to the show, you know? And he looked, like, young and cool, so I'm like, oh, maybe he knows. You know, maybe he's familiar with my work. But it was just, like, a total coincidence that he was there. And then he was talking about how he, like... I don't know if I'm even supposed to say it, but he didn't say I couldn't say anything. I don't know if he knew I had a podcast that it, I would talk you, about it on. Dude, if someone's in intelligence, they usually don't talk about the fact that they're in intelligence. Well, he's 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 not that's what he's going to Texas for. He's learning he learned he he learned how to speak Russian because he's gonna be working in Russia. Did he say anything in Russian to you? No, I didn't ask him. Yeah, see he's, I mean he's I wouldn't lying. know. But he's not lying. His wife is also in the military. I shouldn't talk about it too much. I don't know. I don't want to get psyched. Was she there? No, she's already in Texas. So he, Did he show you pictures? Yeah. I, we're, I followed him on Instagram. I'm like, I got to keep up with you. Mm. Because she was learning a different language because she is working for a different country. But she flew out to Texas and he's driving and bringing all their stuff out there. Hmm. He was like very normal. Like we were having a great conversation. We talked for a long time. I took a photo with him. I'm like... It was like, it was just crazy. I was like, I need to keep, I need to keep up with what you're doing. I'm very fascinated in this. 
and his job sounds crazy. But what they do is he was joining the military that you have to take a test when you join. I forget what it's called, but it's pretty much like a standardized test that you would take like in school or something. And then I guess he did really well on that test. So then they give you what's called like, I think it's called like a D-Lab test. I think that's what it's called. But they give you this test that's in a made-up language. Completely made up. And you have to take the test. And they want to see if you're able to kind of pick up on random languages or, like, grammar. And if you do well on that, then you can potentially, like, I don't know. It's cr- I wanted to take the test. I think you can take, like, a fake version of the test online. D-Lab, I think. D-Lab test. Something like that. Or um, it's it's like cryptography when you like, yeah, I don't know. I feel, I think I'd be really good at that because I'm good at picking up languages, kind of. Defense language aptitude battery test? Yeah. Hmm. I want to take it. Can you take it on your phone? Probably. That's probably boring to listen to. For sure boring. Not yeah. for a podcast, but maybe we can check back in next week. Yeah, I'll take it after the pod and let you guys know how I do. But, yeah, he was so cool. I was so... I, like, when people have cool jobs like that and just, like, I don't know, that's a tough life. Because once once he gets into it, I'm never going to talk to him again, you know? Because he's going to know too much. That's crazy. There is, like, seven clearances in the military, though, so maybe not. Maybe, yeah. But he seems like, I don't know. I don't know. One of my first girlfriends, her dad was like, he worked for Northrop Grubman or some shit. Yeah. Still don't really know what they do, but I think they're like a defense agency or something like that. And like, she would always talk about the fact that he had like a level five clearance in the military or, or the, like the government or something. And like, he knew a lot of stuff and like she they would always ask like are aliens real and he would like get all weird and not talk about anything well now we know that aliens are real how fucking weird is that that no one's talking about that i know but like you know what i was thinking i'm like what if aliens i was having some crazy like high thoughts even though i don't smoke pretty sure elon musk is an alien but go on i don't think so i don't think people are aliens I don't think people are aliens, but like, what if like ants are aliens, you know, we don't know what ants are up to in their spare time. We don't know where they come from. I don't know where they come from. Like, what if, what if aliens are just like these random things that we already experience, but like, like you're saying that when like UFOs finally make contact and they're like, hi, we would just want to. See, I don't Finally think I don't reveal ourselves. It's just I don't think be like that's how it would be. I don't think they would be like. I don't think there's like an opening ceremony party for aliens. I think they're probably already here in some way or not. Maybe they're dust. Maybe they're dust particles that come through dust the sun. Particles that fly UFOs. I don't know, Anthony. <laughs> you don't know either. Don't don't make it sound like I'm dumb. No, I don't I know just, what they are. You know, I don't know. Whatever but. it is, it's flying stuff. Yeah, dust flies, dust flies. (laughs) Maybe ants fly. I don't know. I don't care that much. People, oh, whatever. We're aliens to Mars, you know? Have you thought about that? We're aliens to every other planet. What if this is all fake? I'm just talking blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Like, who even knows if this is real? I could just be, Anthony, you're not even real. I've made you up as a part of this podcast that I've also made up as a part of my life that I've also made up. That's why manifesting, it's like, why not just manifest? Because it could just all be made up. I can create whatever. I'm going to have a million dollars in two years. I feel like that's a, that's like, I'm not going to manifest like I'm going to have a million dollars tomorrow because that just seems ridiculous. But like, Watch me have a million dollars in two years. I'll do it because guess what? I'm an alien and this is all made up. If, I, But if that if I say that and in two years I actually have a million dollars, people are going to think I'm an alien because mm-hmm. I just said it. But whatever. I'd, I'd, I'll take a million dollars and have people think I'm an alien. There aren't there moments in life where you just go, there's no, like this. McConaughey was talking about it in the talking about this in his book he said 
I, he was saying that he doesn't like when people say, oh, that's unbelievable. Oh, wow, that's, that's unbelievable. Like when something is good, he's like, yeah. well, it happened, so it is believable. Mm -hmm. Everything is believable if it happens. He's like natural disasters when people go, oh, that hurricane was unbelievable. And it's like it happened. Like we have to take things at face value. I don't know what I don't know what it means, but do you ever feel like the Joker sometimes when like me? You know, yeah, you know in the Joker when he's like Joker mode. No, when he's just like he's with that chick the entire movie, and then at the end he's like it was never with that chick, and he was just fucking being a weirdo. Yeah, I feel like that sometimes. Really? Yeah. Maybe you need BetterHelp.com/slash resting. That sounds like something you should work on. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, like, when I was younger, I thought, um, like, I thought dreams were an alternate reality. Like, when you go to sleep, it's, like, a different version of reality. Mm -hmm. I keep having dreams that my boyfriend is cheating on me. Hmm. I didn't realize how jealous I was. I'm a jealous person. Mm -hmm. But the reason I never thought I was jealous, I'm like, I'm a chill girl. Like, hang out with <clears> who <throat> you want, do whatever you want. But that's because I was, like, having random, like... Like, I was never with someone seriously. Yeah. You know? So, like, I was never jealous. I was just, like... Like, if someone, like, was hanging out with girls in, like, a gross way, I'm like, whatever, that's gross. But like, I don't think it's even jealousy. I think it's just, like, if you love someone, you want them to be... You, you want them to love you back the same way, and then you want it to be, like, that's it. But the thing is, like, I have a lot... Like, pretty... Most of my friends are all dudes. I have a lot of guy friends. I have girlfriends, too, but I have a substantial amount of guy friends because I do stand up and there's a substantial amount of men that I've met yeah. a lot in my journey. I have a lot of girlfriends as well, but like I just, there's a lot of dudes in my life. And so, you know, I have a boyfriend and he doesn't have that many girlfriends. All of his like good friends are dudes. And so I never, like I, I imagine being in his position and being like, like I'm always texting my friends, you know? And, like, there's part of me that's, like, oh, this is, like, it's, I, I would feel weird in his position. Like, if he was hitting, I don't know. Yeah. It's very one-sided. This is, like, almost exactly what I went to couples therapy for. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, and the thing is, like, I know my I've boyfriend is very loyal. Like, there's not a doubt in my mind that he would cheat on me. Right. Like, I know that he loves me. And... But, like, it, like we were, so, the thing is, we're in a COVID relationship, so we've only hung out with each other and, like, his closest friends who were dudes, and we were in, we have, we met on Tinder, but we ended up having, like, a lot of mutual friends, mm -hmm. but we've never, like, hung out in big groups where we, like, knew the same people, and so the other night, it was my friend's birthday, and so everyone, like, met up at this taco truck or whatever, and... You know, there's like, it was just so weird. And I, my friend, she's like this with everyone, but she's like, you know, like touching his face and like being like twisting his nipple or whatever. And oh my, and she has a boyfriend and there's no, you know, I, but I was like, get your fucking hands off of him. Like that's my face. He had, and I think maybe it's like an insecurity thing. It is. It so is. Mm -hmm. I've always associated chicks that have a lot of dude friends that just, they're just, they just fuck a lot. I don't, well, I did. That's my point. Same with my ex. But like, girlfriend. but like my friends, like the guys who I, like Ari Manis, like I talk to him a lot of the time and we've never done anything. Like a lot of yeah. my friends are people who I haven't hooked up with. Right. But, I think most guys, like, there's this thing where it's, like, I, f I feel like there's so many comics who have this joke, but it's, like, a guy, or, oh, someone just posted it. It's, like, a it's like an old uh, Chris Rock joke where it's, like, a girl can have a bunch of platonic guy friends, but, uh, but guys always have, like, guys have platonic girlfriends, but there's always a part of them that's, like, maybe mm -hmm. I'll hook up with them. Mm -hmm. But girls are, like, no, they're just my friend. And guys are, like, she's my friend for now. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I hated it. I hated it. I, and one time, did I talk about the time that I saw his my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend in person? Mm -hmm. <gasps> Ooh, my blood was boiling. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And then we went out to get coffee, I think like yesterday, me and my me and my 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 dick daddy. And um Wait, can we put this one part on Patreon? Mm-hmm. Okay. We can go back now to regular. So that also happened when we were at uh our friend's birthday taco truck thing. There was a guy who I used to hook up with who I'm not like like we don't hang out, we're not friends. It's not someone who I like text or anything. But we're cool, we're cordial, you know. And he was there. And obviously my boyfriend was there. And I was like, oh, this, I don't know why I did this, but I was like, oh, this one guy that, um, that I used to hook up with might be there. But I didn't say who it was. I was like, mm-hmm. he just might be there. So then your boyfriend was just pissed. So now he's like looking yeah, at everyone like, I'm yeah. talking to, trying to figure it out. And of course he showed up and my, my boyfriend was like, who's that one guy that you, that you, he, cause he didn't know two of the people who I was like talking to. And one of them was just a friend and one of them was the guy that I used to hook up with. And I was like, oh, that's uh, that's the guy. And he was like, that's the guy? Because yeah. it's like, it's an, it's not embarrassing. Like, I'm not ashamed of it. But like, it's not the it's not like a, a trophy guy that I'd be like, this is a cool one. You know, it's like right. this, this, yeah, I was just like, I was like, I know, I know, I know. But I was like, but I love you. You know, I'm a different person. But I think I think if I were to see, like that's the thing. When I ran into my boyfriend's, uh, he doesn't even. It's not even like his ex. It's just like someone that he was hooking up with. You know, it wasn't like serious. But when I saw her in person, she was so pretty, mm-hmm. and I was like, Ugh. but I think I would rather see someone who my boyfriend is uh, hooked up with that's hot rather than someone who's like one of one of the grimier ones. Because then you're like, oh, well, at least he was, like, with a hot person. And, like, I'm in that category, I guess, you know, by association. But this one, the one that he ran into of mine, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. And I gave, uh, so, um, I don't know if you can tell. If you're watching the YouTube, I have this cute little ring on, this really cute ring. I also have this cute gold, uh, gold link bracelet. I don't know if you can see it. It's on the YouTube, but I'm obsessed with it. Uh, I got it from Anna Luisa, and this is a perfect time to plug them. Um, because they gave me this really cute um, gold necklace that has a heart on it. It's so cute. And they gave me this uh, ring and this bracelet, and I love it. And I made my boyfriend wear the necklace so he looks like a TikTok e-boy. Because you know how all the, like, Gen Z guys, they all wear, like, necklaces and they paint their nails and stuff? I, I gave the necklace to him so I could feel like I'm with a TikToker. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have really great jewelry. They have earrings. They have necklaces, bracelets, rings. They have a bunch of jewelry. And they come out with new, uh, new like jewelry products every week, every Friday. They put out new stuff, and it's the perfect time to plug them because Mother's Day is coming up, which is always stressful because moms are the most difficult people to get gifts for. My mom is never satisfied with her gift. She's it's just hard and you don't want to get her a candle moms have enough candles they have enough slippers they have enough like shower products and they hate it maybe they don't tell you but they do they're sick of it they do enough for us and they don't want any more candles and like journals like morning meditation journals so this is kind of perfect to get if your mom's still alive, I don't know what your situation is. People's parents are dead, and that's always awkward to get into. If your mom is still alive, or, like, if you have a sister who has a baby and is a mom or whatever, or if you have a girlfriend, or for yourself, go to analuisa.com, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A.com. Press pause on the podcast. Go to analuisa.com slash Allie Mac, A L I. M-A-C. Are you looking it up right now for your girl? Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Okay, it's great. I wrote down I wrote down some stuff because I didn't want to forget. So they have new jewelry on Fridays. They have a really great... Like, they have so much to choose from, which is nice. Um, it's not overwhelming, though. You know, it's a, it's a good amount to choose from. And if you care about the environment, 
That's great. This is just a little bonus. They're carbon neutral. I didn't realize how um how environmentally unfriendly it is to make jewelry. I didn't know that there's like you don't think about that stuff, you know? You think about like running your water for too long or like leaving the lights on for too long. I never think about like my jewelry being bad for the environment. But theirs is um sustainable. That's a sexy buzzword people are using right now. But what that means is like there's a lot of carbon monoxide, I guess, that goes into making jewelry. And so they balance it out with like equal amounts of oxygen or something. I'm not a scientist, but if being uh uh environmentally conscious is important to you, this is a great uh product and brand to support. But if you go to Anna Luisa, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com slash Allie Mac, you'll get 10% off. Or if you use, or if you just go to their website and use the promo code Allie Mac, A-L-I-M-A-C, you'll get 10% off. And they have so much to choose from. And so it's a great gift for yourself or someone else. Um, I love this ring. It's so cute. And when I get my little grill, my little tooth, tooth, I got it to match my my ring and my bracelet. So I'm getting silver gold or no, not silver. What the f F I'm getting yellow gold. Cause this is like, a, I think like yellow gold. Um, so now my little teeth, my teeth, my teeth jewelry is going to match my finger jewelry. The hell is teeth jewelry? What? What is teeth jewelry? I'm getting a grill. I don't want to call it a grill because I feel like a grill is a full mouthpiece. I'm just getting three teeth. That are gold. I don't know. It's, 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 I'm, I know. I don't know what I'm doing. But you can take it out. So it might just be for special occasions when I want to like really spice it up. I don't know, Anthony. I'm just trying it out, okay? It's not a commitment. It's just an idea. And it might really work. It might be really cool and really fun. It might be a nightmare. And it might be um, offensive in some ways. So I don't need to wear it, but I want to have one just to have it. If I can have like a little grill, why not? It's, it's whatever. That's my Mother's Day gift to myself for all the times my boyfriend has pulled out. I could have been a mother. <laughs> There's plenty of times I could have been a mom. And guess what? I chose not to. I chose to be responsible and get tooth jewelry and regular jewelry from AnnaLuisa.com. And they have a they have I think like in person stores in New York. So go to their website, and it comes in really nice packaging. I love it. I'm loving all the. This is the cool thing about doing the podcast is like, I only want to do stuff like in terms of like sponsors and stuff like that of stuff that I want. That's why like, I want this ring. I want this bracelet. I really like the gold uh, necklace I got too, but it's, trust me, if you need jewelry, that's the place to go. It's so stressful shopping for jewelry and it's always so expensive. Jewelry's so expensive. It's like, why can't I look cool for like a normal price? And they have like so many different price ranges. So check it out. Yeah. If you need help buying something, like if you're getting it as a gift for like your mom or girlfriend, message me, DM me on Instagram on resting B pod and I'll, and I'll help you out. That's what I'm offering. I think that's a great offer. Who else is going to help you pick out jewelry? <laughs> no one, me, DM me resting B pod. We'll talk about which jewelry to get from Anna Luisa. I got my hair blown out in San Francisco and it's all greasy, but you have to pay money to, you know, get your hair done. And so I'm letting this sit for a week at least. I'm not washing it. Mm -mm. It's so greasy and itchy, but it looks good. Last week I was really stressing about my hair. It was looking so messy. <laughs> um... Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm going to be, I know I've talked about it a bunch, but I'm really looking forward to it. Things are opening back up. There's so much to do now. Um, I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. in May. I'm going to be in Chicago, I think in August. I'm going to be in Aspen. 
I think in July. I'm going to be in Boston also in May. Go to AllieMikofsky.com slash shows. There's also a few merch t-shirts left. So if you want to get Allie Mac Alive in Hollywood shirts, um, there's some still available. Some guy came to my show in San Francisco. I did a show in San Francisco. Um, I had a friend from high school who I hadn't seen since high school come out to the show. That's always crazy. And uh, and a guy came to my show and he brought one of my old uh, Allie Mac is my girlfriend t-shirts and I signed it. That was the only shirt that I've signed of that merch. It was very cool. He was so sweet. I love people who come out to my shows. Everyone's so cool. Did you know that Jeff Foxworthy has a TV show called American Bible Challenge? Uh, it's on Netflix and it's the most insane show ever. Are you smarter than a Bible thumper? I tried to play along. I was a heathen. I found out. I got baptized, you know, in high school, but they didn't make me do a Bible challenge. So they'll baptize anyone. If you need a shower or a bath, just go to a church and say you want to get baptized. They'll have a hot tub ready for you. All right. I think that's the episode. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for being you. I'll see you next week. Maybe I'll have a guest. Oh, let me know in the comments. Also, I don't know if you've done this yet, but rate and review the podcast if you listen to it on Apple. Leave leave a five-star review. Put a little message in there. If you're on YouTube, give me a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Um, and leave a comment below of which guests you'd like to see on the podcast that are in... That are reasonable. People that I could potentially have on. N comics and non-comics. I want to try and get more non-comics on here. And talk to more people. So if there's anyone you think that I could have. Don't say The Rock. You all know he's not coming on this podcast. Unless I manifest it because I'm an alien and nothing is real. I'm going to yeah. manifest Trisha Paytas for episode 100. Trisha, it's her birthday. It was her birthday. Happy birthday, Trish. Come on the pod. I got a seat waiting for you. Um, have a good week. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.